And Nicky Lauda's coming up on the front of it, and he's pulling into the first, and what's this? Oh no, he's pulled into the pit. What could be wrong with this car? He still has the engine on for some reason, even though he's in the pit. Still shifting as they're changing the tires. Oh gosh, that doesn't sound good. Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Rush. California, San Francisco Rush. Did we, we, this entire episode is dedicated to the Canadian rock band, correct? Oh, I, I thought it was going to be more about the uh, 90s video game. Rush. Rush. Um, and it's not, the, it's not the band with our guest, Tom Sawyer? Oh, it might have been. I, I fell asleep a little bit. <laughs> no, it's about car racing, oh, which okay. is closer to the video game. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah. Was that the one where if you if you pedaled twice, that was like boost, or you could do flips? Oh, in the arcade version yeah. one. Yeah, I think the, so. When the actual like sitting down Yeah, you would do at least uh, a wheelie. Are we right? No, is that right? No, no. That was California, <laughs> or uh, that was uh, Cruising USA. Oh, Thank sure. Cruising you. USA yes. was the one where you double tap the You could do a wheelie? Pedal. You could do a wheelie, and then if you did it over a bump, it would do a backflip. Oh, that was it. Yeah. I love the backflips. So and Calif- then you, you kind of got a boost. California, Ru- or uh, uh, San Francisco Rush was Rush, the one Rush. where it had, I think it had like the H pattern shifter where it was like five or six gears you actually shifted yeah i think I you actually shifted and then on top of that it had a secret level on alcatraz that you could go to Ooh. that like if you did a certain thing you could go onto a circular track in the middle middle of alcatraz that's <laughs> nice. that's, that's awesome. all i remember about uh uh san francisco rush by the way that voice you're hearing is Vinny. welcome back Vinny. oh hi, hi Vinny. hi thanks for having me back uh do you guys just want to do a shot right now uh i'll take that as a yes okay here we go <laughs> We're drinking Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Yuck. Woo! Yuck. 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 Oh, come on. It's fine. At least at least you're saying words this time. Usually it's like a weird cat hiss or something like that. <laughs> I've just gotten used to it. It's still horrible. You just now? <laughs> He's used to it, everybody. It finally happened. Hey. Two years in. It's the Took 112th episode, and yeah. he's finally used to it. That's right. Wow. Welcome to the team. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. Speaking of teams, we'll talk about car racing teams and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. New car. You noticed whole position. You noticed that too. Level playing field now, my ratty little friend. Yeah. Let's see where we are after lap one. Let's see where we are in five races time. And we're back on the Overtalking <laughs> Podcast. And we're talking Jesus. about... Rush. Some warning. My God. Yeah. I just get screamed at. Sorry. So I didn't realize... I, I know nothing about car racing other than uh, what I've seen in the Fast and Furious movies. Can't wait for that new one. I'm going to be honest. I give that series a lot of shit, but the... The, the, Cal- and the Calvin and Hobbes one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one looks amazing. Uh, Shaw isn't family. Come on. <laughs> you mean family? Family, please. Family. Uh, no, Shaw isn't family, so why is this considered like a mainline? I know it's an offshoot, but I don't why know. are I don't people excited about this? I think it's a spinoff. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I, I, I just hate the fact. A spinoff. It's a spinoff. That makes it seem like a 90s sitcom The or auxiliary like that. characters and one villain get their own <laughs> He movie. is a villain, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I'm not, I don't know too much about this franchise, and that's why like, I, I know I saw the eighth one. Is that where The Rock comes in? No. No, he's been in it for a while now, actually. Yeah, the fifth really? one. Yeah. Yeah. Fast Five is the introduction of Hobbs. 
Maybe that's one I haven't seen. I don't think oh, I've seen good five, one? six, uh, maybe not seven. I saw eight, though, because I heard that. Oh, no, I went I'm, back and watched seven. I mean, five five is the best one of like the new type Fast and Furious mm-hmm. movies where they become basically heist films. Okay. Yeah. So like that's the one to see. But like when it comes to six and seven and eight, like eight is on the low end for me. Eight is really bad. eight is bad. Is I eight don't the like one it. where they like take over the cars with like remote control? Basically, yeah, that's like, where they, all the cars. Yeah, that's where they do the, like the zombie car thing, yeah. and that's what they keep on calling it. And but, they're driving across like an iceberg. So, <laughs> oh, so right, something. Yeah, like towards the end, yeah. So like, yeah. Spoiler, sorry. I was, uh, <laughs> they drive across an iceberg. I was trying to think about this for the Fast and Furious franchise because basically since 5 they've been upping the ante with everything so it's like in 5 they take over a city and then in 6 it's kind of like they take over like a continent uh, or a country I should say and then in 7 they take over a continent in 8 they're kind of globe trotting and then like so what is what is nine going to be like nine has to go to the moon they right? take either that or they take over the world i don't yeah. think they figured it out yet which is why they're doing this calvin and Hobbes thing like it, i will be so happy if vin diesel goes to space <laughs> yes <laughs> like, absolutely they're driving across the moon yes <laughs> yeah that would be amazing just drifts on the moon and then i will die happy i like, guarantee I don't there's need anything else there's has to be a scene where there's some sort of hill ramp but because of gravity, they go off of it and then yes. just like fly forever. And then that's when they flip on the rockets, and all of a sudden now it's a flying mm-hmm. car across the moon. Hit the NAS. Yes, yeah, yeah the yeah. NAS in space. Yeah, not enough gravity, Junior. And then just. Yes. Yeah. Some weird luck like that. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw does. I, I never thought I would be invested in this franchise at all. And that looks really good because it's just they they're like just throwing money at these films. Yeah, it looks it looks super fun. I actually have a, a fun fact about that. They put in both of their contracts that they can't lose a fight. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And shows something about their egos or just they want the f- movie to be. Fun. I don't know. It seems pretty unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. If I read it correctly, I think it's, there's also a line stating how many times they can actually get hit. <laughs> In their contracts. So wow. And I I have to know what sort of calculation goes into that. Yeah. It's like, can the rock only get hit like four times a fight and then that's it. And then he has to win the fights over. Do you think, is it a per fight ratio or are they just coming at it? Okay. It's a two yeah. hour film. I'm going to say no more than, you know, 40 hits. Yeah. Like, is there a fight where he just constantly gets hit and that's it? <laughs> they use right. up all of it. Use them yeah. all up. Yeah. Your, your, your tank is empty then. And then he just like, dominates everything else. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, he's taking ten punches to the face over and over, like a rapid fire, and then it's a cut second of him, like the guy giving up or his hand hurting, and then he makes a serious <laughs> face and then headbutts him. No, see, you bring up a good point because one's if there's a subclause for like how many times a certain body part can get oh, hit. Oh, can't hit the uh, money so maker. Like, oh, yeah, four, maybe four chest punches and that's it. <laughs> right. That's all you get. Right to the sternum. Two per peck. And, yeah. <laughs> Do they, where they like flex to deflect off the right, punch right, right. of each peck. And then everything else is just blocking. So like one fight is just all just blocks. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You guys can't see it under my shirt, but I can do that. Block punches with my pecs. Okay. Like flexing each one and which, make them dance. Which one is Tony John? Is that seven? I don't. I have I don't no idea. Know That's John? a made up name. Okay. Two first names? Uh, Tony Jaws in this awesome movie, uh, The Protector, uh, among many others. Uh, he's like a... I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's Taiwanese. Um, he's a, a martial artist and he's like oh, part sweet. of like the long 
truck brigade that they have going when they drop out of the sky. I think that's seven. Okay. I don't know. They, they, what I was going to say is they criminally underuse him in that movie, oh. and they just make like Brian O'Connor just as good as him. And if there was any like sort of real world engagement, it's like, no, dude, you're like, there's no way you're winning this. Like, not against Tony Jaw. What's the one where they like bring the timeline full circle, and the guy who died in Tokyo Drift is like, okay, I'm going to go to Tokyo now. Uh, that's six. Okay. Because in six, Gal Gadot dies. Gal Gadot plays uh, Giselle. Wonder Woman, we know. Yes. On top of that, she was Giselle from 4, 5, and 6, and okay. then she dies in 6, and then Han's like, Spoilers. I'm going to go to my Mexico, and then goes to Tokyo, and that's when Fast and Furious 3 happens. Right. So between 6 and 7 is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. What? Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. actual timeline is 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 3, Jesus. 7, 8. Yeah. Did, definitely did not know that when I was watching them. <laughs> Had no idea. Still couldn't tell you what happened in any of those movies besides the Iceberg one. I remember eight. Well, forget that we watch Rush. Let's talk about Fast and Furious for the rest of the time. Hobbs <laughs> yeah. and Shaw, man. It's your favorite actor. My my favorite action the Rock. star. Although, actually, it's probably my two favorite. Uh, come to Jason think of it, Statham. I used to love The Transporter. <gasps> yeah. Transporter so 1 is such a good yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Right? Loses it in two. I don't like the weird pink like no I, super soldier I person agree. they put in her yeah like i don't care for that but transporter one is transporter fantastic. one is just an amazing yeah action movie and it's so good and, and transporter I, three is ridiculous where he jumps the car right. into the train which is also oddly enough redone in fast and furious oh, right. later on <laughs> yeah so huh full circle bunch of copiers <laughs> why am i blanking on the name where he will die if he doesn't have enough like adrenaline oh uh, oh Okay, cool. Glad I'm yeah. not the only one. <laughs> I was going to say Crash, but crank. I don't think... Crank. crank. Yeah. Thank you. Crank, crank 2. Okay, crank close. 1 and Crank 2, High Octane. High Octane. Okay. <laughs> Is, that was the full title? Wait, wait. It's yeah. High Voltage, though, right? High Voltage? Yeah, I thought it was High Octane. Oh, he, he's he shocks himself, and then he has sex in public. Right, right. And, like, Is that the that's, second one? Or the, that's the first one, I think. The, the I second think one, f- he has to keep recharging his heart. Yeah. yeah the first one, it's just adrenaline. Puts a car battery to his tongue. Yep, and yeah, like that sounds right. While like Tool is playing, and or then something. all of a sudden he has like an acid trip, and there's like a like a Godzilla character when they're at the power plant, and it's it, it all of a sudden becomes like puppeteering in the movie randomly. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're like, what happened? And then he like comes out of it. I really like those movies too. I don't oh, know. Cr- <laughs> crank, okay, Crank Two, meh. Crank is an amazing movie. They're both just. Totally ridiculous. I own awesome. Crank on DVD. That's how much I like that. I, I know what we're watching next time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> All right. The second one? <laughs> both, both, both of them. Can we watch oh, both of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's enough content in one of those films. <laughs> it is just, just a lot like, of running. So we in. need to watch both of them and just shove them into one movie. <laughs> Great. True. We did it with the Paddington series. We, we can did do it again. This is equally as good. Yeah. Yeah. Just like call me over here at like 10 o'clock in the morning and I'll get here and then we'll just spend the whole day yeah, watching Crank movies. Then and then, yeah. We get two podcasts out of it. Yeah, exactly. Easy for us. But today we watched Rush. Rush. Vinny, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock, and we're going to have you describe to the listeners who may know nothing about this film what it's about. Like we didn't. Okay. Ready, go. Uh, so, Russia is a Ron Howard movie from 2013, which goes over the 1974 through 1976 F1 uh, championships. It primarily focuses on James Hunt and Nikki Lauda. 
James Hunt was kind of known as like a, a, a wild uh, party dude, and Nikki Lotta was known as this very stern, like statistical person. And basically, it shows the, their Five, rivalry. Four. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Was I saying it wrong? It's Lauda? Lauda or Lauda? I was... Lauda! Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It sounded like a late 90s, early 2000s R&B song. <laughs> Some sort of jock jam. Yeah. Lauda. Lauda. Yeah. But Luda. it's not that. Lauda. Uh, I... I, <laughs> it, it, I like, oh, oh. I've heard it both ways. I usually hear Nicky Lauda a lot of the time. Lauda. Okay. Lauda. So, yeah. Lauda. Okay. He's Austrian and yeah. uh, James Hunt is English. Oh, mm. Lauda. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is uh, both. Um, is it? I'm gonna get the Hemsworth name wrong. Chris, 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 Chris Hemsworth. This, this one is Thor. Yeah. Yes, uh, him and Olivia Wilde, who plays his wife at at one point. Um, their English accents. Oh no, she she's American. She's but, American. Uh, his English accent is like basically the Thor quote I mean, unquote yeah. accent. He, it's like not. He's got one accent. It's not there really. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it, like clearly very he's, subtle. He's Australian, correct? Correct. Right. Okay. Um, I didn't want to mate. Yeah, I didn't want to mess that up. So, uh, but he's he's Australian and he is doing the best Shakespearean like yeah. English possible, which right. is which is the Thor accent. But yeah, like it's like so proper and like granted. I haven't watched a lot of like the archival footage of how James Hunt actually was, but uh-huh. I'm guessing that's just kind of how the only accent he could do. It's it's probably the only accent that he can do. It's probably similar to something that was like spoken at the time, considering it's like that's true. You yeah. know, you came late... from money or needed money. Yeah, and like like so so the big thing is like both Nikki Lotta and James Hunt came from established families, so they were like well off stockbrokers and accountants, and you know they they came from a lot of money, mm. but they were the wild childs of the family. They wanted to not be that, so they went off and did car racing instead yeah. like most normal civilized human beings do when they have a lot of money right yeah um and cocaine and lot yeah james <laughs> right. yeah the 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 movie depicts james hunt doing a lot of drugs uh not a lot but i just but, meant rich people in general yeah it's just, yeah it's the rich people drug yeah so it's, it's it is the, like definitely like it's like you well we'll get to it later but like when you like when something happens later on in the film, it's like cocaine. Yeah, it's right. Just like, it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and they party. Yeah, I, I feel like his accent was kind of like an if an American high school theater student tried to do a British accent. Where art thou, my lotta? Yeah, Shit. it's very, <laughs> very. Yeah, just like barely there. Yeah, it's so proper. Like yeah, it's trying to be too, so proper, but it's just like. You kind of don't pull it off yeah. well enough. No. Like something's weird about it. And especially just... since I mean, he's very well known for being Thor. Uh-huh. It's I mean, everyone knows that that's the Thor accent. So yeah. it's yeah, it's tough to get away from that. So to wrap it back to the Fast and Furious stuff, <laughs> yes, um, please. Chris Hemsworth's wife is uh, the um, in real life. The, yes, in real life. Is the police officer from five and six that gets with Vin Diesel? Whoa! Um, so she's his actual wife in real life, and in before uh, he became Thor, they were actually running into like money problems, and oh. like he needed a oh, big whoa. break, and like then he became Thor, and like all their money problems were solved. Sure, yeah. So like it's it's a weird thing knowing that. Interesting. Huh. So 
what didn't he do things before? But like he Avengers never had stuff? like a breakout role. He did like roles. He did like some good things. Like this is clearly like in the middle of the Marvel stuff. So okay. it's like it's too like because the Marvel stuff started in two thousand eight. But like this is like he must have just after Thor two. I want to say, but clearly before Ragnarok because Ragnarok was like two years ago. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, it's a really good. One. It's a really good one for Marvel films. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like um, this is like middle of phase two i want to say of like marvel stuff so like he was able to like go off and do his own things the things that he wanted to do in the middle of this probably is what i'm Mm -hmm. assuming and listen i'm no expert at british accents by any means i can basically do paul mccartney and cockney like way over the board we've heard paul mccartney let's let's hear cockney no i'm gonna do paul mccartney again Just for the rest of the episode, can you just do Paul McCartney? I can try. I can say very little. The The thing I'm good at, at saying in Paul McCartney's accent is his own name. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I'm Paul McCartney. So you're just going to work Paul McCartney into yeah. every sentence then? Yeah. I'm in the Beatles. <laughs> Have you heard of us? <laughs> say, I, can't, I can't ever say, ask that. I'm a Formula One driver. I'm a Formula One driver. That's pretty good. Yeah. Didn't work in Paul McCartney, though, so I'm a little upset. <laughs> I'm in the Beatles. <laughs> Have you heard of us? Hey, I got it out without laughing. It's a little bit more Ringo, I would say, if anything. I'm Ringo. Oh. No, no, that I went into uh, John Lennon. And yeah, no, <laughs> very more nasally and the funny one. Have you seen a Hard Day's Night? Yeah, I love Hard Day's Night. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Ken. No, I, I plan on it. What? Get on it, Ken. It's oh been like two weeks since I mentioned it. Have you yep. finished Neon Genesis no! Evangelion? <laughs> Still on episode four. So, Only four? I'm Come sorry. On. And it, they were, and half of that was watching it here. <laughs> yeah. Right before we recorded. <laughs> I'm, I, I will finish it eventually, I think. Okay, so before we get into Rush, what's your thoughts on Evangelion? I'm really curious. Go back and listen to episode 108, I think. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it. You don't need to. My, my thoughts are that I will probably finish it at some point. Okay. You like that very non-committal way yeah. of phrasing? Yeah. I think I'll, I will watch it. I learned a lot in that episode. It made me more intrigued. Yeah. I don't know if I'll catch all of these hidden things that Danny had mentioned. But but now that he's told you about some of them, I think you Yeah, might. but we'll give it a shot. Yeah. E- Evangelion is super weird, super cool for the time, and super like sexist and oh, yeah. just misogynistic in every sort of way. And it's just really bizarre to watch it again in like 2019 and i'm just like holy shit i like this as a kid and i do not know if i agree with any of this anymore (laughs) yeah there was there were some lines that i like as i was watching looked around to no one to see if they had also seen what i had seen be like (laughs) what what did they just say then you need to finish it yeah Yeah. i'm sure it only gets worse (laughs) is what i've heard or more intense i I guess is a better way to put it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'll do it i'll do it eventually okay Within before 2020, I will finish this show. Okay, that's a promise to you. you. Like seven months, five months. Hey Ken, remember um, when you were gonna listen to like three months worth of an audiobook? How'd that go? (laughs) (laughs) How far did you make that before giving up? uh, I made it to book four or five. How many hours was that worth of listening? Oh, so that sounds like a lot. Thirty hours per book. Good God. So a lot. And then I got f- very fatigued from it and went back to podcasts. I plan on going back at some point, but I also stopped in the middle of a book. So uh, not a good sign. Not a great place. How did it take? How long did it take you to get there? 
the fifth uh, book? It's Middle like of fifth six book. months. Wow, that doesn't sound worth it. Four, maybe four months. I don't know. But what is was it worth it? No. Yeah. Because okay. I had to like be listening to it all the time to even get that far. Was it like good? It's it's fine. One through ten. Oh man. Uh, can we can we roll back which which audiobook series? No, this idea. is the Couldn't Wheel of Time. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, me yeah. neither. I'd no, never heard of it. Robert uh, Jordan we, and finished by Brandon Sanderson after he died. You guys, um, you guys said that many entries, and I was thinking like Dark Tower or something like that. But I was just like, mm, no. Yeah, fourteen books. Didn't I, I plan on doing it at some point because I like Brandon Sanderson stuff, and he finished the last three or four books um, by twenty twenty five. You think? Yeah. Okay. All right, I will finish Evangelion <laughs> before the end of this year. Okay. You finish that audiobook series before 2025. Okay, I think these are both achievable. Okay, cool. cool. I would give it so far a six and a half, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I want it to be better. Yeah. It's also tough because I'm listening to it on the train and I'm missing like half the stuff probably. But Yeah. yeah. That's not a great rating for that much of a commitment. It's going to get good. The last three or four are going to be really good payoff. You it really, that. It really starts to shine after 100 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how long it takes to get into it. Yeah. Uh, man, that is, wow. And then I can say I've done it. To, it's to who? And then everybody will say, All what are you talking about? All of our listeners. And no, no one will have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Okay. Make it louder. Back. Okay, so back on point. So yeah, so the movie kind of starts out with, uh, you know, um, James Hunt's career beginning in Formula 3 and how he has like, a, a, he has a car in Can some... Can I just mention, I didn't know there were different formula Me numbers. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is Formula 3, there's Formula 2, there's Formula 1.5, and wow. then there's Formula Why? 1. Why? Why? Why uh, is there a one and a half? So, so so many people want to be in Formula One, but they can't make the cut. Y- yeah. So so the thing is, is that like a lot of the drivers will start out like some of the test drivers or someone will be on Ferrari's payroll, and then they'll start out in Formula Two as a driver. If they prove themselves in Formula Two, they'll become a test driver in Formula One point five, and then if they're really good there, then they'll take over a place in Formula One. Hmm. So like a lot of these, a lot of kids say like Max Verstappen, which is a current. Re- uh, one of the current drivers for Red Bull. Uh, I believe he started out in karting when he was like 12 and then moved up from karting and jumped all of those places. And I don't think that he went into Formula 3 or Formula 2. He just went straight into Formula 1 at the age of like 17 or 18 and then just immediately started racing. So he, like when he if and when he would win a race, they couldn't give him champagne, which is like the Formula One thing to do. They would have to give him milk because he's not old enough to drink in most countries. Dang. So also gross though. I yeah, know, isn't that a NASCAR milk? thing? Well, well, like so, Can't like you do like sparkling sh- yeah. grape juice or something. <laughs> so a shoey is a big thing in Formula One, What's at least that? between some of like the more crazy people a shoey is when you put the winning alcohol inside the shoe that you wore while you raced. Gross. And then you drink it out of the shoe. I've, I, I've seen that at a NoFX concert. <laughs> is it better out of a Formula One driver or a person who's been skanking the whole time? Uh, it was probably Fat the person Mike's who's shoe. Down. So yeah, probably the other guy. I would not drink a beer full a beer shoe out of from Fat Mike. Yeah, no, not at all. By the way, that's for those that don't know. That's not offensive. That's how. It, that's his. <laughs> that's yeah, sure. that's, his, that's his name. Yeah. 
That's his identity. So the movie starts out with like you, you see James Hunt being like a playboy and stuff like this. And it's like, oh, I'm famous. I'm a race car driver and having promiscuous sex with people, which happens to be what I don't know the actress's name, but I know her from Game of Thrones. Queen Marjorie. That's yeah. all I know. Okay. So, uh, you, so you, she's in the movie for about four minutes. Uh, yeah. And then uh, it shows him in yeah, four minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, and she disappears real quick. So you see the start of their rivalry in Formula 3. So they race a race and they spin each other out. And then Nikki Lotta's car burns out. And Hunt goes on to win Formula 3, which is like, I'm assuming they're supposed to frame it as like the last race in Formula 3. And then the scouts pick him as like the best driver of that year, which is they lead into a ceremony showing like James Hunt, like getting a trophy and stuff like this. So, but like later on in the movie, it shows that uh, he wasn't actually picked by a Formula One team and they had to buy his way in. And then on the same token, Nicky Lotta does the same thing where his parents didn't want to fund him in his racing because his dad was a uh, accountant or stockbroker or something. And it was seen as a, like, he's not, he's not a playboy. He's not, a, a, yeah. like, he's, he's, he's his, not that type of person. His dad said it was a sport for like degenerates, degenerates essentially. essentially. So, uh, so he takes out a loan for 2 million Austrian dollars right. or whatever they are, uh, which is like, I believe I've read somewhere else that I think the equivalent in that time was like 30,000 us dollars or something like that. And okay. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he took out his first loan for $30,000. Um, back in the seventies, back in the seventies, a, a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and then he gives it to an independent team. The, he gives it to the independent team under a strict, um, set of guidelines, and one of them is that he has his own pit crew and that he's able to tune the car to his liking and that uh, w- once these are met, that the car be tested. So they go ahead and do that. He keeps the pit crew there all night. Uh, I'm assuming it's more than one night because they're literally building exhaust yeah. parts. Yeah, they so frame I'm assu- it though as one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they frame it as one night, but also it's like they're building what is to be magnesium parts which I would assume isn't a metal that's readily available in the 1970s, yeah. <laughs> which like it's, it's an up it will, it, in the 1970s, it was an up and coming metal known for its lightness, but it, the con of that was that it's an easily ignitable metal. Mm-hmm. So when it gets to a certain heat point, it would literally burst into flames. Um, so a lot of the times they would make compounds out of it to make lighter wheels. So they would mix it with, um, uh, Kevlar, I think, or uh, some sort of lighter metal like aluminum or something like that to like make a lighter wheel or a wing or an exhaust frame or something like that. Dang. Are you looking at me weird because I said aluminum? Yes, I, I looked over to CJ immediately when you yeah. said that. That, but also I, my question is what does a test driver do? So so a test driver um, can Besides do one. Drive. So a test driver literally is there to test the cars. So After they make modifications well, like, or well, something like, like that? You, you have to think of you have to think of um, an F one driver in the same way that you think of an athlete. Like when it comes to like uh, NBA players or NFL players, they can't play in scrimmage games, right? They can't mm-hmm. play outside of their contract because they might get injured or that sort of yeah. thing. So they have test drivers to test the cars for them so that when a Formula One driver tests and something goes wrong with the suspension and they smash into a wall that they don't die during yes. that testing. They're so, essentially drinking the glass of wine to see if there's poison in it first. Yes, and basically. Then, yeah. Yeah. So so the a lot of the teams will hire on a test driver who is 
just good enough to get a good lap time out of their own test track or wherever they're doing it. Um, like a lot of the times they'll have like a home base track. So it'll be like, I believe it'll be like Silverstone or if you have enough money, it'll be like the McLaren will have their own test track for it. will have their own tra- test track and that sort of thing. So Clay at the time, Clay, I'm going to call him Rigatoni and that's really <laughs> bad, but because uh, it's, it's, it's Ragonzioni or something like that is yeah. his actual last name. He is the premier driver for at that time. So he's asked to drive Nicky Lotta's car after he made all of these changes after, I, w- I would assume, three or four days. I don't know the actual time mm-hmm. frame for that. But um, Nicky changes his car, says, test my car. I guarantee that it's two seconds quicker. So Clay, the other driver, takes his car around. And it's a good baseline because... Uh, you know, he set a 155 on this track, right? Mm-hmm. And then he takes Nikki's car out and he gets a 153 in this car. So you have a same baseline of the same driver tests the like same two cars, gets different results. So clearly it's something to do with the car. Like the Stig. Yeah, exactly. So. Ken, do you know what the Stig is? Uh, you don't know Top Gear or anything? Come on. It's from the show Top Gear. Okay. I know the show Top Gear. Us motorheads over there here. Yeah, right. Right. Get on our level here. Real motorhead. Man, I've done so much work on my car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, what, what a pain in the ass it is to replace a goddamn headlight. I do know that. It takes a fucking hour. It sucks. <laughs> you got to take off the entire front grill of your car. Everything. The bumper. Everything. That is not normal. <laughs> huh? I'm being told it is. I don't know. It depends. was. I can tell you it's a pain in the ass. It depends it on is. the car. Most of the time, yeah, those bolts are behind the grill. A 2005 oh, Honda Pilot? Yeah, that's what I would assume it was a Honda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You got, there's bolts like on the tire wheel part that you have to unscrew to then take the whole, that's, that's the entire front part of the car. That's just bad engineering. Yeah. You think with the headlight, you'd be able to just like slide one out and then like put the new one in and. Tighten something and good to go. <laughs> That's how cars work, right? Uh, I replaced the grill on my old Mercedes, and uh, you have to take off the whole front bumper to replace the grill. Yeah, so. that's what I had to do. Yeah. It's it sucks. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, there's even now one part of my car is kind of like not broken, but not how it was before. <laughs> but it's fine. That's oh, fine. Just like yeah. the little plastic part near the wheel. Spoken like a, a true car guy. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm a true gearhead. <laughs> Is the Amazon series pretty good? Uh, it's it's Netflix. Uh, no, the, no, no, the the Top Gear guys new. Oh, one. the Grand Tour. Grand the Grand Tour is good. Yeah, the Grand Tour. I think the first one or two. I don't think it's as good as the, the original, original series, yeah. but I think it's good enough. Good like enough. Th- those still guys get in what you expect. Yeah, and those guys have like a specific sense of humor that like a lot of people get outraged in 2019 about their humor, but it's like they've been like that for. 10 years and you didn't mind them when they were making these kind of jokes 10 years ago but now all of a sudden it's a problem it's like you're kind of know what you're getting into when clarkson makes a very bad comment of some sort like yeah he got kicked off of bbc right because he's oh because he punched a producer yeah but yeah because he's kind of an asshole he yeah if i told this story ever i i witnessed uh jeremy clarkson in person in italy uh, no, you didn't tell me. Oh that, no, but sorry, I'm... sorry, Germany, Munich. Still, no. still jealous. Yeah, um, he was there for whatever uh, "quote unquote" football tournament. Mm. Uh, it was Chelsea against Munich for whatever that champ- makes sense. Yeah. Champion thing, and Munich was hosting. I was on a bike tour, <laughs> just riding around Munich, following a bike group. All of a sudden, this like <laughs> this SUV pulls up, 
uh, outwalks Jeremy Clarkson uh, to the point where the the guy, my friend that I was on the Europe trip with, who got me into Top Gear, turns his bike around and circles Jeremy Clarkson with like driving the bike with one hand so he could take out his phone <laughs> and take a picture while he's like barely steadily hanging onto his bike. Wow, oh, I bet like, Clarkson loved that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So did much. a little circle and then came back to the group. He loves bicycles. <laughs> he loves people too. I'm sure. <laughs> random americans taking pictures like five feet away from his face that's cool speaking of uh fun pieces of information <laughs> you know what it's time for king of segways it's time for hey, you know that? that's right listeners this is the part of the show where we pit our guest head to head against cj that's to me. see who knows the most trivia about the movie we watched which is rush ken if i were a betting man i'd say then he's gonna win i don't know about that i don't have a good track record with this yeah so all of these questions are not about any of the actual events that <laughs> this movie's about. Great. Because Vinny clearly knows almost everything about it. So, it's more about just, like, the movie and the making of the movie. Okay. I, well, I saw the movie, so I should be right. okay. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, here we go. First question. Uh, and I want you to just both answer immediately. It's a yes or no question, okay? Okay. Yes or no. Are Nikki Lada's teeth real in this movie? No. No. Wait, know. Nikki Lada or Daniel Brew? Daniel Brew the guy playing that guy they look pretty fake no i'm gonna i can i can i can i re-say this yeah i'm gonna say yes okay cj's correct (laughs) you should have stuck with it yeah oh well yeah it's okay uh yeah they look honestly kind of fake but yeah that's okay all right next question chris hemsworth auditioned for this film while filming what other movie oh was it one that we mentioned thor 2 whatever that was called okay more thor 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 2 reloaded yeah no, I'm going to say Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Okay. He was no, in that, was wasn't it? he? But that's very that's recent. Your that's your answer. That's extremely recent, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, like that's 20, definitely two years. Yeah, yeah, 2015. No, I'm going to... S- I guess... I can't, I can't say Thor 2, though. Because that's, sure that's just a boring answer, though. Because eh. you'll get the points anyway, so yeah, it doesn't so matter. I'm still in the lead. I don't know enough about Chris Hemsworth, so I'm just going to say Thor 2 also. Okay. Both wrong. Uh, <laughs> it was the Avengers. Oh, uh, the first one? Yes. The one in New York. Why do you need to audition for that? Yeah. Well, he showed up, took his shirt off, and they said hired. And then he walked out. Because it's a Ron Howard film. He probably makes everyone audition or something. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Mis- misheard that. I thought for whatever reason, I thought I was auditioning for another film. Oh. I'm no. sorry about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that wouldn't make sense for Thor 2 either, though, right? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Next question. How much Thor weight did he lose for this movie? Oh, mm. in Asgardian pounds, please. Yes, of course. Uh, muscle weighs more than fat, I think. I'm going to say 40. I'm going to say 30. 30 is correct. Damn. How'd you yeah. know that? Yeah. How'd you know that? I, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> high, low mm. average. Huh. Okay. okay. All right. Next is, question. Is there some Chris Hemsworth subreddit I'm not aware of? That no, no, okay. I mean, no. There probably is. I'm sure there is. Let's be honest. There definitely is. I definitely had to. Uh, I'm a moderator. I had to <laughs> translate that from kilos to. Oh, pounds. right. Yes. As four, 14 kilos, by the way. Just. Okay. This is the second collaboration between director Ron Howard and screenwriter Peter Morgan. What was their first film together? I don't recognize the name Peter Morgan whatsoever. I obviously know who Ron Howard is because he's done a ton. Yeah, he was OP. Arrested Development. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Okay, well, name another Ron Howard movie. Also, couldn't tell you. <laughs> really? Arrested Development. 
Okay. I, I don't know much about Ron Howard. Oh man. Okay. I'll give you a hint. I don't. You guys might actually not get this at all. Uh, it's a it's a movie about. Uh, Do you think we've seen it? Probably not. It's a movie about pres- presidents. <laughs> Independence Day. No. <laughs> like, can you give a little bit more than just presidents? I mean, really, about really can. It's presidents? kind of the title. So, is it the movie Nixon? President's Day. Is oh, it, I'll give you movie? a half point. Can you get the rest of it? Nixon Frost? Oh, Frost, Frost versus Nixon. Frost Nixon, Nixon. <laughs> Frost Nixon is correct. Yeah. I don't think I deserve that. <laughs> I mean, you got it. I don't know. I'll give Vinny a half point and CJ a half point. Okay. That works. <laughs> it's, it's Frost slash Nixon. I didn't see it. Did either of you? Yeah. Nope. You did? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. What, what do you get him in? One out of ten, or zero out of ten? Uh, I I do this the star scale so one uh, out of five okay. and I would give it like a, a four okay so an eight, an eight. yeah <laughs> we're math geniuses over here all right how are we doing on points we're tied with both one and a half perfect <laughs> all right final question what is the Rotten Tomatoes tomatum tomatum tomato meter tomatometer Ryan got in your head huh yeah okay uh, was the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter in percentage for this film. Which, of course, is the critics' rating. Closest? Closest. Just Okay. 62%. Okay. Mm. You're, you're now throwing me off if you think it's that bad. You chose this movie confident. and yeah. like it, but you don't think critics liked it. I was going to say way higher than that, but I also have it's, no idea. It's probably like 87. I was going to say, yeah. like, I'll go with 80. Okay, yeah, CJ's our winner. Yeah. Woo! Uh, it was 88%. Damn. Which... We can do a bonus round. What do you think is the percentage for the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? 85. I'm going to stick with my original answer. <laughs> okay. It was also 88%. Damn. Damn. People pretty, like this pretty movie. rare that it's in line. Um, the same? Yeah. Exactly yeah. The same percentage. I bet yeah. People like this happens. film. Well, let's find out what we think about it in a second. We like to call ratings. A very ratings. clever name. Ratings. Vinny, on a scale of 1 to 10, and we're doing 1 to 10... Not star, <laughs> not, not star rating. Uh, what would you rate this film for you? Uh, me personally, I, I really like this film, so I would give it like an eight. Okay, dang, that's in line. What's it missing? Um, more cars. No, it's it's not that. It's it's a lot of it is like Ron Howard's way of directing, and I think the music is forgettable for the most part. Like it's very like they had some hits. Or do you just mean like the background? The the background ambient music is very like Days of Thunder sort of thing where Uh it's like just like wailing guitar and like... Well, I mean, he is the god of thunder. so (sighs) That's true. true. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like all I can think about is that movie with Tom Cruise when when I hear the soundtrack to this movie and I'm just like, this is... A lot to handle right now. Would you say uh, Neil Peart is a god of thunder? Sure. <laughs> the, the drummer from Rush. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you uh, have to look that up? Or did you just know that? I, Of course I fucking know who Neil Peart is. <laughs> Come on, I'm glad. Vinny, look at me. Uh, Vinny, can I ask you a question? If this film had more Jason Statham, would it be a better movie? No. <laughs> no? No, because I lobbed Jason Statham in with Shaw, and Shaw's not family. Oh. Family. Okay. <laughs> it's not family. Okay. Ken. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would I rate this film for me? Uh, for me? For me? It's got to be a full 7. 7. 7. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. It was a good film. 
I don't think I would ever rewatch it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was just a really well done film, and uh, it's just not something I would normally go for. But I, I really, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. CJ, what would you rate it? Yeah, seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for pretty much the same exact reasons. <laughs> it was good. It was very entertaining. Uh, yeah. I think it's super cool that it that they based the movie out like it. This actually happened. Yeah. And yeah. That's, I'm glad I watched that's it with really you, cool to, Vinny, yeah, to be honest, of course. because you, you gave us some nice background about how all of the racing scenes are the scenes themselves, just CGI'd over them a little bit. Yeah, so it's not like CGI'd, but they tried to recreate like the race angles as much as they could from the actual footage okay. in like CGI or practical effects. I'm pretty sure it's mostly CGI. But yeah, like a lot of the stuff and like most of the background when they're watching a TV or something like that, that's all archival footage of the actual race events that actually happened. That's cool. Um, So that's like a neat little thing. And like, uh, yeah, like overall, like it, it's a neat film. I, I kind of agree with you guys that like if you aren't really into Formula One or something like that, like hey, it's not really a film for a lot of people. Like it's not eventful, that eventful or anything like that. So it's still a but very it's, cool it's a, story. It's a high quality film, and yeah, the story is cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. No, it's it's a yeah, it's a like I don't know. Yeah, the budding of heads of these two people. I feel like that often plays out in history, like those types of personalities clashing. There's other movies that are kind of like that. It's a good formula. It works. And yeah, uh, Formula One. Yeah, say. exactly. Yeah. yeah, the best kind. And it happens. It happens a lot in Formula One specifically too. When it comes to like Formula Three or karting or something like however one you like start out. Like a lot of the times, like there's a lot of rivalries that will start that way. Where it's like they were they both went to karting school and now they play on the same team or the different teams or something like that. What kind of school? Karting, karting school with a D. No karting. Karting Kart. school. Go like, karting. Go, go, go karting, karting school. school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they'll they'll have like go karting leagues that that sounds fun. Like is yeah. like Sign basically um, like a farming camp for okay. for Formula One. Like what it's not it's not racing? specifically, but it's like a lot of the people will go to these events. I didn't catch that. That took way too long for me to yeah. get that. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but like when when uh, 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 scout town, I was happy with it. Town <laughs> scouts—that's the word I'm looking for. Town scouts are looking for new people. They'll go to Mario Karting school and yes. uh, choose. And I that. walk up and I sign up and go. It's a me. Yes, a Mario Andretti. <clears throat> hey, <sighs> someone look at this gearhead over here. <laughs> I knew one name. This grease hey. monkey. That's right. Oh, man. Good well, to know. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know what they were saying. I believe they mentioned Garden School in the movie. I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So I learned something. Thank you. Yeah. And I learned what wets are, which are a certain type of tire. I figured it was a certain type of tire. I gathered, I gathered that from context clues, but I wanted yeah. to know specifically Yeah, I didn't why. know that there were like five other types of tires. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a type of tire for most uh, kind of racings. It makes sense. So, yeah, so they'll have like wet. So, like in have, Mario Kart, you got to mm-hmm. choose what tires they affect your. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so all like, coming together. In, in the 70s, like most of the tires had treads except for like soft, I think. And I think that's before that they, they had like the super soft rating. Which are basically just like they, it kind of looks like sandpaper, like like a sandpaper oh, like texture. Okay. Like so, it's like it's they a grip. 
they grip, they like more grippy flex really weird on the sidewall. Like they actually look like it's a, like a balloon being like oh, stretched on the side because they're that grippy because the sidewall oh. is very grippy. thin on these things. So like if you were to if a wing, if a front wing were to hit the sidewall of a tire, they pop. Like they they oh dang yeah like like they get damage and they're not uh like they have to go pit afterwards. So have you been to any of the like raceway places around uh, the Chicagoland area? Mm. Not around Chicago. I went to the Austin Grand Prix for, for Formula One like two years ago. I meant uh, the ones the that you pay money and yeah. get to race. Oh, in the you car. mean like like uh, but the legit speed ones. factory yeah, and where stuff you like that where have you... the full on helmet I'm... and like. I think I went to the K1 mask. Speed a while ago. That sounds That's right. It. Yeah. yeah. So I did so that for a work outing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. One day they like link both the tracks together. And they Ooh. have like a super long track, nice. and that's really cool. We yeah. had one in Phoenix because I went out to school in Arizona, and like I used to go all the time out there. And like the, we used to only go on those days where it would be like twenty two dollars for ten laps or something like that. And they used to do like the very long track, and it used to take you like a like a minute to go around or something like that. Cool. Nice. So that sounds worth it. Yeah. And it sounds long, but it's like forty seconds or something like that. I'm a decently competitive person, so I, I want to win in those races, but for me, for me, I really just want to drift a lot. I think yeah, that's way more fun. It's definitely fun just <laughs> driving in those cars. Yeah, in just I just want to take every turn at like the most tail whip possible <laughs> right, right. around the corner. In, uh, in Minnesota, there's a uh, Pirate's Cove, like a mini golf, but they also got the go-karts attached to it, and that the entire time, it's all corners and curves i'm just like swinging the tail as wide as possible every single turn i don't really care about winning i'm just jostling the car back and forth to drift the entire time possible and i think that's that's more fun so there's there's a uh track in japan and i'm forgetting the name right now but there's a track in japan where you can literally rent a drift car Ooh, and they call just, it that and just go drifting on a mountain Sweet. that sounds amazing let's do you go know sounds dangerous. do you know how to drive a manual no then you'll <laughs> probably have to learn that shit yeah there goes my dream never no, mind no thanks <laughs> passed <laughs> seems hard well Vinny, we're about to wrap up you got anything to plug uh no not today just excited to be on so. awesome thanks yeah. for coming thank you for Always joining us hey thanks guys cj what do we got Oh, you can email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or call or text us. We will not answer the phone at USACAT1591. That's right. We got a website. At overtalkingpod.party. I almost flubbed. No, oh, oh, just one oh. Over, yeah. <laughs> overtalkingpod.party. Uh, we got a Facebook. At overtalkingpod. Twitter. At overtalkingpod. Instagram. At overtalkingpod. I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, no, they're here. But oh, no, they're here. New listeners, this is the Overtalking Overlords. They, I do not apologize. They show up at the end of every episode as a ghastly spectral form who looks very much like Dementors. But they're landlords. Yep, they, you, they kind you of signed your lease just blood. appear in the doorway. We all know this. Point a bony finger in my direction as a subtle reminder for me to remind you, you that if you like if you, if you like the show please go on iTunes and write an expression review reviews are what help people find this podcast also we spend no money on advertising no so monies. if you like the show please spread the word and tell the friends and we would really appreciate it and tell your friends thank you and with those words they have evaporated and, they and blown away they bye bye alright and <laughs> as we always say <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs>
This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Vinny. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. I think we might always say that when you're on, Vinny. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I tend familiar. to choose, choose the uh, the driving ones, the, yeah. the car films. So You're cursed. I know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>